Welcome, guys. Happy Monday. Welcome to another episode of Realtor Hacks, Tips, and Tricks. I am one of your hosts, Hallie McCrory, uh, coach for Tarek El Musa's team at EXP Realty, uh, two-time icon agent, host for American Dream TV, Emmy-nominated TV show, and I've got my lovely co-host on. I always have to make sure I'm doing the right point. Well, lovely co-host on, Casey yes. Skyers, also Hi. American Dream TV host and agent with EXP Realty as well. Um, we're here just to give you guys all the insights, fast track on uh, success in real estate. And today, that, that success includes mindset, one of the biggest things that I love talking about and that I think has helped me succeed in real estate. Um, her name is Lauren Plant out of Florida, Tampa Bay. Uh, used to be in New York and was an agent herself and now is a mindset and life coach, which is amazing. And we got connected with her from one of our, our favorite people to follow in real estate, uh, Juan Carlos Barneche. So shout out to JC for uh, connecting us to Lauren. Lauren, welcome to the show. We're so excited yes, to have you on. Welcome. I am I'm excited so about this. Here. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm so pumped to talk about this stuff. Yes. Okay. So I always like to start off. Tell us a little bit about your background. Um, would love to hear how you got into real estate and how you transitioned into coaching. Oh, how does everybody get into real estate? <laughs> it's so <laughs> interesting. Like as a mindset coach, like one of my jobs is to fully understand a person's like personality and why they chose the career they're in. And also like if real estate is a fit for them or whatever career they're choosing. Yeah. And like any other real estate agent, I was seeking freedom, financial yep. freedom in particular. And it's interesting because a lot of us come from, I don't know about you both, but a lot of us come from a background of just like wanting to kind of step outside of the box. Yeah. And that was me. I grew up with like a single mom and she was in the healthcare field and she's like, go be a nurse, be in the healthcare. It's going to provide you security. And I was like, no, doesn't feel right. Right. <laughs> And so, <laughs> yes, exactly. See, we all come from a similar place. So um, again, like any other good salesperson, I think I found an interest in sales when I was a waitress. So I was in college going to school to be a speech pathologist, actually. And I decided that I was highly interested in like the psych and neuro part of it. Yeah. So didn't go to get my master's in that. I ended up going into human behavior. But meanwhile, I was making money um, as a waitress. And I was like, wow, just for my personality and a smile, I can make more money. And I found it so fascinating. Yeah. And just from making all of those links, getting into human behavior, I worked with I worked with kids with some serious PTSD, serious behavior problems, autism, and what have you. And I think that's when I first started understanding like how much our past influences our current behaviors and any of the blocks that are in the way of like the things that we do. Yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, I love the job, love the career, but I don't like being in a nine to five. And I was like aching for that freedom that like waitressing had given me. And I moved to New York city and I had a broker and I was like, wow, He's doing this like on steroids. He's doing like waitressing on steroids. He's selling, just running around doing whatever he wants. So I was like, can I be a real estate agent? And he's like, yep. And they hired me and I started part-time, doubled my income very quickly. And then it was off and running from there. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then. It's, yeah. Okay. After Sorry. Real estate, <laughs> yeah. Well, after real estate, I guess I should continue the story is um, I started hiring people on my team and I okay. started not training them. I started coaching them and they were exponentially more successful than other real estate agents. And they were staying like there was retention. And I was like, I really have something here. And I think that's where I found my love for coaching. And now I'm a mindset coach. Yeah. yeah. So what made you leave real estate and go into mindset? Oh, Hallie, it was one of the hardest decisions of my life. Like, actually. Was it burnout or just felt like a calling to do something else? Burnout was normal for me. I was like burning out every week yeah. <laughs> when I was in real estate. Um, I subconsciously think that that was always my path. I think real estate was a big bridge. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys feel that if you're going to do real estate forever, but real estate is like, because you're an independent contractor, but you're not quite a full blown entrepreneur yet. It does tend to be a bridge for a lot of people. And for me, that's what it was. Yeah. And I had bought some Airbnbs and I think I was just subconsciously building up like my bank account and my security financially to become a coach. But it was funny because getting into real estate, everybody's like, what are you doing? There's no security. You're ridiculous. Like you're going to leave your oh, yeah. for that. Yeah. That was my parents. Yeah. yeah. Then when I build up a good business in real estate, everybody's like, you're an idiot. Why are you leaving real estate? And it was COVID when I yeah. sat there and I really thought about it for me in New York City, being, being a real estate agent and being as high, I was the highest producer in my brokerage and I just couldn't turn it off and I couldn't see myself having a family. And I know people do it. This is yeah. for me personally in my personal journey. I couldn't see myself having a family, living the life I wanted to live and being able to do that career anymore. And sustain it. Yeah. 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 I think for everybody, there's got to be some sort of end goal with real estate. Otherwise you're on the hamster wheel. That's what I call it. The hamster wheel, just running around in circles it's like, how do I keep doing this every year and putting more and more in? Mm -hmm. um, and, I, I, you know, I see that with a lot of people and, you know, they, like there's things that you can do or create courses or there's so many different avenues you can do to like still do real estate, but start having a different stream of income. I mean, it could be investing, it could be building a team, um, but it, it's, it's, uh, it's tough as you know, like, I, I like that. I wanted to have you on because you have your, you've been a real estate agent. You have the knowledge of what it takes. Um, you've been successful and you've experienced that burnout. And I, I see agents day in and day out, um, even not necessarily burnout, but just struggling with the mindset. Um, not only like six, like uh, a mindset to aid into success, but even, dealing with hardships. Um, real estate can be very cutthroat. Mm -hmm. Um, as you know, um, you know, you could be working with somebody, you know, show them houses for two years and then, you know, they end up renting or, or, you know, buying on an off market property and you don't, you like, you yeah. just spent all this time and it's like, what am I doing? And mm -hmm. you know, in that moment you're thinking about that one bad thing, but it's like, mm -hmm. there's so many moments in real estate. You're like, why am I doing like, what? This is crazy that I've just spent all this time, all this money. And for what, for what? Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. Yeah. Like that's what I kind of want to delve into today. Um, and I, I think especially, I mean, we've, we've struggled with COVID. Um, I mean, a lot of people like businesses exploded and stuff, but you know, um, totally different way of living and, and just a shift there. And then this past year with in, in, uh, interest rates being so high, it was a tough year for mm -hmm. agents. Um, where, where would you like to jump in with this? Where do you think makes, makes sense? So what just came to my mind um, from what you were saying, it is learning how to manage the high highs and the low lows. Yeah. It is learning how to manage. And that's life. And I think that's why I loved real estate so much. It taught me so much about life. Right. Like you don't get to experience the good without experiencing the bad. And if you want to make the millions, you need to learn how to experience the biggest disappointments in the most yeah. discouragement. You know, it's like if you want to reach one side, you have to experience the other side. If you stay in the middle in that comfort zone, it's like you can get by making 50K a year in real estate. And, you know, you'll have that freedom. You get to work when you want, although you're working 24 seven. But like it's that mental and emotional freedom that you get from it. And it's still wonderful. Yeah. But I do think that when I work with real estate agents, um, it is learning how to sit through the discouragement. And it's a big self-worth thing, I find. Yeah. And not letting it hit you in the gut when a client doesn't want to work with you anymore on social media, when your post isn't getting a lot of likes, or maybe that advertisement wasn't working out for you or something along those lines. And I'm sure that you've experienced it personally. But mm -hmm. I even remember when I was an agent, I was doing a lot of high volume, like high luxury rentals. So mm -hmm. I could have five deals fall through in a day and it would, it would put me down in the gutter. And it's like, yeah. how do you get back up from it? Right. right. Like, your mood can't be determined on a loss deal, but your mood also cannot be determined on two gain deals. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Um, that's yeah. And I, I feel like it's um, it's, it's how do you even learn that? You know, I, I feel like there's nowhere, nobody teaches you that there's nothing about that in, in real estate school or even in general about life. Mm -hmm. This is yep. something like I'm working through even, you know, um, yeah. I'm 29. Um, mm -hmm. I know there's people older, people younger that are learning this. Um, it's just, I feel like we need to have more people like you talking about these scenarios because it's, it's hard. Yeah. Well, when you think about it, it's like, where does burnout come from? It comes from experiencing too much all at once and not having the energy to handle it on the other side because yeah. you just let something wrap up your emotions or take so much of your energy all in one spurt. So you think about it, you go a couple months and you're doing this real estate thing and you're going so hard, but you have no emotional management skills, no stress, yeah. no stress skills, right? And I, I say this to my clients particularly, a lot more of us fear success than we know. Mm -hmm. And if you don't manage your stress well, and if you don't manage your emotions well, your brain, your body is never going to let you receive that success because what comes with success? You both know the more success, the more stress, the right. more emotional up and down. Like I said, like the more highs, the more lows. So it is learning how to feel your emotions, release them, move through them. Like, I know it's crazy to hear on like a podcast when you're talking about real estate and money, 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 and it's hustle, hustle, hustle. But it is learning how to sit down and say like, okay, I'm overwhelmed right now. 
how yeah. do I just sit through this emotion for a minute or two minutes mm-hmm. and move through that so I can get back in the game? Because the, yeah. the better you're going to be at managing that stress, the better you're going to be at managing those emotions, the easier you are going to have to be able to reach the next level, the next level, the next level. Yeah. Imagine throwing your personal life into the mix. Then you got kids, then you got family, then you got a you got a significant other. You're trying to manage a relationship and manage your health and go to the gym. Like God bless Yeah. I'm like, I'm in that point right now. And it's, it's tough. So are there, are there tips you can give? Or is this like something that you, it's like, obviously, it's going to be not an overnight thing. I mean, obviously, I mean, you can read a quote, and that can totally like shift how you look at things. But this sounds like something you have to really practice. Yeah, yeah, I can give you an example. Um, My biggest tip is going to be make space. Right. I just, I just took on a client. We worked for 12 weeks and he's in real estate and he was doing really, really well, but he's a big, like high highs, self-sabotage, sink to the bottom, high highs, self-sabotage, sink to the bottom. So what we did when we worked together is we made space. Um, he was taking up some activities on the weekend, such as like binge drinking or partying and things. We cut all of that out of the mix. And some people listening are like, wait, hold on. I got into real estate for that lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) You have to choose. You have to choose. Yeah. Yeah. When you get your values in order and when you get, you get your morals in check, then you get to understand, okay, how can I make more space? And we cut that stuff out of the mix and we started talking about, okay, what came up was that he didn't know how to calm down. He didn't know how to relax. So we talked about different practices to learn how to relax on his off time. You can't work seven days a week. You just can't. Six, okay. Five is better. I don't know what you guys preach, but as a mindset coach, that's what I preach. You have to take time off and you have to start like being a human and tap back in and pop yourself down so that you can regulate, you can have mental clarity and you can actually like see the opportunities and the avenues and have the motivation to do it. Yeah. And like, let your personality shine too. Because for me, I feel like when I get really overwhelmed and I feel overworked, it's, it kind of diminishes my, my me, my mojo, my, the thing that sells people, you know, which is the the most important thing of all. Exactly. Well, and that's the thing too, real estate, people are like, why am I not successful? I'm doing everything right. It's a big energy thing. Huge. If you're blocking that flow of energy for the opportunities to find you, those clients to find you, you can call people all day, but your energy introduces you before you even, you even say anything on the phone before you open your mouth on that cold call. The second your tonality is just a little bit off. Somebody feels that they're like, bye. Yeah. But if they feel that confidence in your tonality, they're like, I'll give it another second. I'll give it another second. And then that's how you get somebody going on a cold call. And, you know, I go through that with clients too. There's so, so much that goes into it. But if you don't create the space to get your behaviors in check and get your habits in check, then work on that self-worth, that confidence. So you can have that level of energy to pull those clients in, add management of your stress and emotions to the mix. You'll have a long-term sustainable business. And that goes for any career but especially in real estate. Cause like, like we just said, it is very taxing. I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've been there. Like I said, I was in a, I was in a circle of burnout like every other week. Yeah. 
and it's no way to live. But if you really do want a sustainable business in this career, you can do it, but get some support. Yeah. Well, and I feel like another thing I'm, I'm, I've heard for myself is making boundaries for myself. And I feel like that goes right hand in hand with making space. Like in order to make space, mm -hmm. I have to make boundaries. And I feel like that's very hard for real estate agents as well, because I feel like a lot of us have similar, just anybody in sales mm -hmm. can have that kind of personality to where we can fall into the, the people pleasing trap. Yes. Um, so happy you said that. Yeah. I'm queen of that. <laughs> yes. You know, it's fascinating because we actually, like I said earlier, like we subconsciously choose our career based off of the blocks that we're currently experiencing internally. Yeah. So believe it or not, you chose your career because you deeply inside of yourself wants to overcome your people pleasing. It wants to overcome your ability to be able to set boundaries. It wants to push yourself in certain limits. It wants to overcome the self-sabotage, whatever it is that you're dealing with internally. You know, nurses, it's a whole nother thing. They like caretake and there, there's a whole bunch of characteristics and personality traits that I've learned through working in this business. Yeah. And real estate agents are a particular one. They're rather defiant. They, <laughs> they see that freedom. They probably grew up in a household that was either chaotic or maybe even uh, like helicopter parent, somebody who tried to tell them what to do. Yes. And didn't, they didn't feel very loved and appreciated for the person that they were. So now they have this desire to go and prove that and do that. And, but that causes a people pleaser in us because we're wired to people please, but <laughs> we have this innate desire to spread our wings and flourish because we were so trapped in a box. So there's this double-edged sword and is it, is it not fascinating as I say it out loud? Am I nailing it? Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So <laughs> there's just, there's just so much that goes into it. But when you think about it, when you choose the career and a lot of people are like, I don't know if I'm meant to do this career, you chose it for a reason. So at least get your practice out of it. Right. And I think that's what it was for me. Um, when you say, why did you leave real estate? Like it was on to the next internal challenge, yeah. right? Like I had kind of overcome a lot of the things that I needed to interpersonally in my career in real estate. Cause I believe like Real estate's your vehicle, right? Like right. your career is your vehicle to get to wherever you're supposed to get to as a human being. Your right. purpose, if you believe in purpose, whatever it is you believe in. Yeah. Your path, your journey. And so for me, it was like an inner calling, like you're done here. You're going to keep running in circles unless yeah. you go to the next level. And I could have gone to the next level in real estate, but it, for me, it was just a coach. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that you're, um, and even like just following you on Instagram, I like that you share your own struggles that you've been through. Um, just makes, it just makes you that much more relatable. And um, mm -hmm. I don't know, just that like you're someone that, that I could trust. Mm -hmm. And that's what, I mean, even real estate agents are looking for in their lead generation, or I think they should be. Um but yeah, that's, yeah, uh, yeah he hit the nail on the head, I think, there. <laughs> the yeah, the I know. And it's, 
It's true. And I thank you for that, Hallie, because it wasn't, it's not easy, right? It's like, it's one of the hardest things we're supposed yeah. to put ourselves out there, be authentic and market ourselves because that's, what's going to find us our ideal clients and the people we're meant to serve. Mm-hmm. And for me as a coach, like that's especially true, right? Like I don't have this lead generating system and brokerage that I work under anymore. Like it's me. And so it's true. Like I grew up with a helicopter mom. Like I also went through some traumatic times and I know you and I had a conversation and after I post about my abuse and sexual trauma that I had been through that caused me some serious people pleasing, Uh, a big people pleasing block and a big perfectionism block. And for me, I had to move through all of that in order to, and still moving through it. It's an, it's a constant evolution, but real estate faced me with that people pleaser. Like when people are screaming at you on the other line and there's like thousands of dollars hung up on it and you have to tell them to speak to me like that. Like, do you choose your self-worth and your soul and how important you are as a person? Or do you choose the money? That was a whole nother battle. Once you get to a certain level of success, I had to ask myself how much money is worth sacrificing my soul. And that's when burnout starts to fizzle when you start to decide which one's more important. Trusting that money is always going to come because it does. Yeah. I think all of us, all three of us here have worried about money at one point. Right. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. we can also say that we've never, we've never lived in a hole, right. We've always been okay. We've never not had food as long as we were in control of it, at least I'm sure. Right. And yeah. And that's the thing we forget, like, there's so much money out there. And that's another thing that agents always come to me with. They're like, I can't make any money. I can't do it. I'm like, well, you can. You could go get three jobs if you wanted to, but you're trying to do it in real estate. So it's not a money problem. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. It's interesting. But yeah, I had to start also saying no, like, standing two feet in my, no, you're not going to speak to me like that. I don't care how much money you have in front of me. I don't need you. You need me. I need to work on this with one of my clients. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I see with new real estate agents. Like you get to that point, right? You have to learn first, but that's a big real estate agent tip. You need me. I've got the knowledge. I took the exam. Not that, I mean, we all know that you only get so much from the exam, but still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you still work under a brokerage and they're like, but I haven't closed any deals. Well, you're under a brokerage. How many deals have they closed? You're working under the support of people who have closed 10, 20, 30, 40 deals. And so we have to ingrain these things in our brain. Like you've got all, you've got everything that you need. And these people they need you more than you need them. Yeah. And once you get to that point in real estate, it's like, all right, okay. Now things are flowing. Yes. Yeah. Love I don't it. know if you've noticed that from your experience. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like I say, cause when I'm in a better space too, I, I just like, I shine more. And uh, mm-hmm. that's when I feel like I'm in that, like, I'm in the zone. I'm in, I'm in, I'm able to like let opportunities come to me. Yeah. Um, But sometimes you get so, or for me, I get so ingrained in, in what I'm caught up in the stress and, and I don't even like, I think I'm, I, cause I'm still like 
you know, I think I'm okay because I'm meditating and I'm journaling, but like if I'm caught up in the stress, it doesn't, that, that, it, that's not getting me anywhere. So, mm -hmm. and then if I'm caught up in the stress, I, I like don't even take the, the space, like you said, to, to realize I'm in that, mm -hmm. in that mindset. Yeah. I think just yeah. because I'm going through the motions that I'm not. I'm so curious. Yes. I'm curious if you don't mind um, if I ask you, like, yes. do, you, do you think there's any part of you that's like, um, I use the word addicted, but like hooked on the stress? Probably. Yeah. I've seen you post about that. And I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking probably. It's <laughs> an interesting way of looking at yeah, it. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I'm so addicted to my phone. 2024, mm -hmm. I've started to make the rule like at least 30 minutes before bed. I try to do an hour though of mm -hmm. no phone, 30 minutes when I wake up. Um, and I, I feel like that's already, I've seen a difference with it, but mm -hmm. that's just one little, you know, little piece. I keep but. saying I'm going to do that, but I have not followed through with it. First thing I do is look at my phone. And of course I have a text or an email or something that spins me into stress. Yeah. And it just, yeah. And then you like, it could spiral into something just totally that wigs you out for the rest and of it. And it's something that it waited that long. It could have waited 30 more minutes for me to yeah. have a peace of mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know. Isn't it funny how we do that? And like, we're like hooked on it. We're like, so we love it. And I think that's the tough part. I've actually implemented that myself. Like phone down an hour before bed and mm -hmm. I don't pick it up until an hour after I've had like an hour of me time. But I always, I say this to clients too, and I don't know, I'll just ask you, Hallie, since we were focusing on yeah. you, what would be the difference, right? Between like you being stressed out and getting it done and you not being stressed out and getting it done. You're probably still going to get it done, right? But right. why do you think that you do it stressed versus do it not stressed? I guess because I'm addicted to that, that stress. Because I don't, I can't think of any other reason because I'm like, that makes it, I, I, like real estate could be super fun. Why, why do I purposefully choose to make it not fun? Um, and even like stressing about something like, like you said, it's going to probably get done either way, whether I stress about it or not. Um, probably, you know, lack of control and some stuff too. I like to, you know, have it my way, but then it's, or, you know, have things done my certain way, but then I could be blocking you know, some sort of chain of events from happening that would lead me to, you know, some other good opportunity. Mm. Yeah. So great. But I'm like, I don't, I don't think about this unless I take time to decompress from whatever I have going on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing you actually have to do the work on it. Like yeah. personally myself, like, um, I am a recovering addict to chaos as well. <laughs> and that's, it. especially if we grew up in chaos, it causes inconsistency. It causes procrastination. We actually mentally put ourselves in a position like procrastinators, they put themselves in a position where they have to do a last minute and they evoke uh, chaos in their life because they're hooked on the chaos or they're hooked on the stress. And depending on how we grew up or depending on our belief system, like some of us deeply believe that it has to be hard. Yeah, that's something I've recently realized too. That mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, yeah, that's that, crazy. To say that right, that, and we also believe that in order for us to get it done, we have to be hard on ourselves. 
especially this comes from a lot of people who have been in sports. Like when people were always yep. telling you what you did wrong. Yeah. If somebody was always telling you what you did wrong and that's how you were motivated, your brain is wired that way. It's now wired that I have to say what I'm doing wrong and I have to be hard on myself to motivate myself. And I call that toxic motivation versus healthy motivation because you can support yourself and you can stand on the sidelines and you can root for yourself and you can say, you got it, you got it. Yeah. But if our brain's not motivated and is only motivated by like either um, threat or if I'm not worthy enough or if I'm not good enough, like that's what motivates me. I need to be better. I need to be better. I need to be better. And that's what happens sometimes. Like even when I work with these really high performing real estate agents or entrepreneurs, they finally get to that place where they're making the millions, right? But it's never enough because they're still stuck in that mindset and they still need more, need more, need more, need more. So it's this never ending cycle until you break that addiction to chaos, until you break that addiction to like suffering, whatever it is that internally, you know, your body's just so used to your mind. So used to. And so it just helps to have some insight as to like, why do we do this? And the more awareness we have, like, I don't know how you're going to feel after this call. But like, once you see something, you can't unsee it. And then you realize, yeah. dang, I got to do something about this. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. No. And it's, I've, uh, I, and it's like, I've, I've only had these realizations because I took a week and a half off mm -hmm. during like between Christmas and New Year's. To like and I haven't done that unplugged. yet. So I, I really need that unplug time. So yeah, that's I'm like, mm -hmm. I gotta start scheduling that every year because it was really nice. But then it's like, gosh, you have all these like different thoughts and feelings come up. I'm like, geez, I was really suppressing some stuff. <laughs> I know, and it can be such a distraction. Work can be such a distraction, and it's a good distraction, right? Because it's like gives us a dopamine high, and we're chasing the money, and we're chasing like you know accomplishment and all. Yeah, and it's like so much. I feel like it's like so much a part of my identity. Probably too much a part of my self identity too. Yeah. Like I attach that to like my success. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. What yeah. I guess, like for agents listening to this, um, what I guess, like we've named some some stuff that they can I identify if they have this going or you know different stuff going on, mm -hmm. um, or, or or are there other like identifiers that you think people or real estate agents need to be aware of, um, I guess like to help them in their business if if you like if you have if you notice that you can't if or I don't know. Does that make sense when I'm asking? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody knows the answer to that, like consistency. Like the key is consistency. Uh, that, but I would also say like going off of what you said, Hallie, like trusting yourself. Like if you take a break from business, you're going to, you're going to be able to come right back. You're still the same person with the same skills, the same knowledge, the same connections. And so you get to come right back. And I think it is like a self making sure you take care of yourself and you trust yourself and your abilities and your skills, because that's where your confidence comes from. Mm -hmm. But consistency and confidence are the two of the biggest things that you need in real estate. So if you can exercise those by getting support, you can exercise those by changing your behaviors or changing your actions, every single behavior, every single thing that you do on a day to day, sends your brain a message. 
and it either confirms your beliefs or it pushes you in a new direction. So if we take people pleasing as an example, like every time you people please, you do send your brain the message that your needs are not important, right? And it is learning to say like, okay, how can I, how can I change that? Or if you say you're going to stop drinking or you say you're going to wake up earlier and you don't, you then say like, okay, like my, like my self-development or my improvement is not important, right? right. Or I'm not good enough to do it. So it, a few of those things really help is just paying attention to your behavior and your actions and your habits. Um, an exercise that you could use is writing down the things that no, let, that you could get rid of to make more space. Making a list, a nice little journal. And I'll say it out loud here, but I bet you people will think about it and they won't do it, right? It's those little things. It's like, do it. Act, just do it. Get out a list. It'll take you five minutes. Pen and a piece of paper. What things can I remove from my life? What can I add to my life that's going to be better? Yeah. One day off a week or um, just going to do X, Y, and Z to like just improve my my personal well-being. Like you said, taking a week and a half off. That's That's not like taking away from your business. It's actually an investment in you showing yeah. up as a better person in your business. Yeah. And seeing things like that, big perspective stuff. But write a list as to what you can get rid of, what's in between and what you want to keep and what you want to continue to do. And it just lets you look at your life like, ah, okay. Now I now I see some things. Yeah. 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 Um, like I'm going to literally put that in my calendar right now <laughs> make a list yeah make a list yeah and nothing gets done unless it's in the in calendar. calendar it has <laughs> i know i'm the same way it's got to be in my calendar yeah i'm like my my calendar is my to-do list at yeah. this point <laughs> mm -hmm. okay i, I love that during my do or time today so do you um i mean obviously like an, the best thing an agent could do is to get with you and like do coaching with you um but do you suggest like um i don't i, I don't know like I, i've i've gotten into meditating and journaling and I, I do feel like it's it's been helping but i have to be like like i said intentional about it it can't just like be going through the motions on it um do you suggest those types of activities for every real estate agent or do you think it just depends on the person and where they are or like, should they do those things in connection with someone who helps them make those intentions? Mm. Yeah. So everybody is really different. I think people think like, Oh, I just need to meditate. Like everybody else does. It's like, okay, but there are many ways to meditate and some people. Right. Are not yeah. yet. So this goes for a lot of things like baby steps, taking it slow. And if you're not ready to sit in silence and meditation, don't because you're just going to get discouraged with yourself and never do it again. Yeah. So like I do guided ones. Guided is a great place to start. Some people can't quite sit still yet. So doing a guided one on a nice walk, that's wonderful. Or if it's too cold to walk outside, get on the treadmill and just walk and listen to it. And, um, if you are ready to sit down, then you try the guided sitting down. And then when you're ready, you get into silence. I think everybody should get to a place where they can sit in silence. Okay. If you can't sit and be with yourself, there's a 
big red flag there that your self-worth is, is having, having some blocks. You, you definitely need to work on it and that's impacting your confidence. You can't really shine your light if you don't love your own light or even know your own light. Yeah. And so if you can get to a place of where you can sit in silence with yourself, maybe you start with 60 seconds, right? And then you make your way up to five minutes. Then you make your way up to 10 minutes, but start small, but meditation, huge, huge, because not only does it connect you with your source, whatever it is you believe in God, universe, may it be, it connects you with yourself. So Mm -hmm. when you get to know yourself, you get to love yourself. And you also get to know the parts that you don't really love about yourself. And you can talk to those parts and be with those parts and do something about it. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many answers you get. And meditation is really how I found like my strength to become a coach. Yeah. And you'd be surprised how many answers you get when you just sit in quiet. It's almost like I always think of it as like there's a veil above you and it has all the things that life wants for you. But if you don't open that veil even a little bit, nothing can drop in for you. Yeah. And meditation really does that big one that I recommend. So Um, would that be like different than prayer? Would prayer be like affirmations, mm -hmm. like separate from meditation because meditation is supposed to be quiet? Or like do people, would you say people, prayer is a form of meditation? Does that make sense? Yeah. To me, if you ask my personal opinion, I think they're different. Like I, I exercise both. I make sure I sit in silence and with myself mm-hmm. and get to that silent place, even if yeah. it is for a short period of time. And then I also pray because when you're praying, you're still doing something. Right. You want to get to a place where you're doing absolutely nothing. Like there's still brain power going. Yes. Yes. And praying is really just connecting with your source, right? Like you yeah. can be just talking to your source. You could be asking your source. Um, and you can also just be at, yeah, like asking questions or asking for guidance. But I believe that they're two different things in my opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you think if like I, I do, I do a uh, personal therapy, like I do talk space. Um, mm-hmm. Do you, do you think it's good for someone? Do you think, Okay. What am I trying to say? Let me back up. Do you think it's good? Like, are, would you be different than a therapist? I mean, obviously they're like with you, there's some mm-hmm. kind of, I feel like therapy or counseling going mm-hmm. on, but do you think that someone should be doing both? Like if I'm already doing therapy, would I talk with my therapist about this kind of stuff? Or it seems like you would be talking about kind of different stuff. Yeah. Does this make I sense think- where I'm going? I hear what you're saying. What's the difference between coaching and therapy, really? I guess, yeah, that's basically, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Therapy, I find, is really different from coaching in the way that therapy is more like you sit and you speak about your feelings and you talk about your feelings, depending on your therapist. There are therapists out there that do it differently. But as a coach, um, I actually have a four-step framework. And the first step is healing. And you don't get to move on to the next step until we do some healing, right? And that's just inner child work and um, sitting with yourself and even some somatics and nervous system stuff thrown in there. Once we understand like where your blocks are coming from, then we can move on to the mindset, like rewiring Mm -hmm. and shifting. 
and the reframes and all of that stuff, which is where a lot of the fears live. So that's where we move yeah. through like fears, mental fears and all that. Then we change the behaviors and the habits. And then we move on to getting your, desi- your new desired outcome. I think I'm unique as a coach because I have that four-step framework. Yeah. But also, I hold you highly accountable. Like I give you homework that's uniquely made for you. And some of my clients are like, what the heck is this? And I'm like, just do it. Yeah. You hired me for a reason. You have to trust me. Yep. And uh, I think that's the biggest part is like, it's high end accountability on my, on my end. And that's why when I take on clients, it's like, you're not just hiring me. Like I'm taking you on as a client. If you are fully willing to put in your part, because yeah. like, I know I bring my half, you have to bring your half. Right. Yeah. It's not going to work. So I think that's the big difference is the high-end accountability and the action. I don't know that I've done therapy for years myself and there wasn't much action. There was more just kind of like sitting, understanding, awareness, which is a big part, like therapy for sure. But if you're wanting to take new action, coaching is really the way to go. And whoever that coach might be, I would love to be. You're like, hopefully it's I would, me. I would love it if you would come to me. But of course, like if I'm not a match, I'll always recommend somebody else. And I know if I'm not a match too for some people. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's the difference. A lot of action steps. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So that, that gives me a better understanding of both. Because um, mm-hmm. I'm like, I know it's different. I just, I know you kind of, it sounds like you're talking about similar things, but that's more in your healing stage. And then there's more action steps further from that. Mm -hmm. that, um, Okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all in complete correlation, like with your goals. Most people come to me for their career, but there are some people like I've got one client who came to me just for happiness and she wanted to do some career stuff too, but like happiness. That was the main. Yeah. But it sounds like that was her, she needed that healing part Mm -hmm. first. Yeah. In order to like figure out what the happiness even was or, or what was blocking her from happiness or right. what, like, why was she unhappy in the first place? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, so we're coming up on our, 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 our mark here. Um, are there any other like tips or, or hacks, tips and tricks that's, you know, in spirit of our podcast name that you, you know, any, whether it's an agent for starting out or a seasoned agent, um, anything else you'd like to, to, uh, give out as advice or even, um, resources that, that, um, agents should be listening to or reading to just some little nuggets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're a real estate agent, just starting out, I do want to say that it takes some time to really get into it and to not, if you feel it right in your soul, like keep going. But I highly suggest that people ask like why they're being a real estate agent. It's the first question I ask when I work with agents is like, why? And some people do it for too much of the ego reasons, but people know when they're, when they're on the path and when you need this, this journey. Um, For my seasoned agents, what do I want to tell my seasoned agents? (laughs) I haven't been in the field in some time now, so I don't really know what it's like out there for you guys, just from what my clients tell me. But again, just take time with yourself. Like real estate's always going to be there. And one of the biggest mistakes that I made too, is like, I didn't know who I was without real estate. 
And I found that out during COVID, like take real estate away. I didn't know. I forgot my, I forgot my name. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So find something that you can also identify with. And that's one big thing I work with my seasoned agents on is like, where can you also be a human, but also you'll make connections. Mm-hmm. Like how can you connect with people? Can you go get into like some type of yoga or like, say you're into CrossFit, whatever it is. And that's how you make connections and people know you're a real estate agent, but you have that passion on the side. So don't forget to be human. Don't forget to have some passions and have other things other than just real estate, because it actually makes you a better real estate agent. That's uh, yeah. I'm starting art classes this week. (laughs) I don't have any other hobbies besides working and traveling and even traveling. I love traveling, but even that's like a not really a hobby. You can yeah. do hobbies while you're traveling and stuff, but yeah, I, I was like, I need a hobby this year. <laughs> I guess mine would be yoga and then more Pilates. So yeah, see, that's lovely. And you meet so many people doing that. Mm-hmm. You do. And that's, that's a big thing. Like connecting with people, the deeper you can connect with people, the more you're they're going to trust you. Just like you said, Holly, when you brought me on this show, like you trusted me. And is this because I let you guys, I let you in like on social media and tell people who I am. And so don't be afraid to connect. And um, however you connected with you today, I'm not following you. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. So however you can connect more with people, because this is a business of, I'm sure you heard Juan say it a million times. He's big on like network, 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 connect, connect, connect. And it's true. Yes. But you know, there's a big fear there for a lot of people. And if you need help and you need support, like don't be afraid to invest in yourself, yeah. whether it be through different platforms, different supports, different mentors, myself as a coach, whatever it might be. Um, I do offer free mindset calls every month and I've got a lot of real estate agents on there. So if awesome. people want to come to that, that is an open space to just share your struggles, share your mindset struggles. And that's where we talk about moving through this month is on self-sabotage. So we do different topics every month. Yeah. How do you find that? That's going to be in the link in my bio on my Instagram. Okay. Oh, you know what? Okay. Let me, let me put your um, ticker up. Okay. So we've got her ticker going. Her Instagram is L-A-U Lau Plant. P-L-A-N-T-E. Don't forget the E. Don't forget the E. People <laughs> like to do that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Okay. And just like one more little question based on the last thing you said, if, uh, okay. So if an agent wants to give themselves more space Mm -hmm. or wants to work on that, what would be just like, I mean, everyone's going to be different of course, but just a general goal that someone like how they can make or how much space to start off with. Mm. Well, yeah, I can I can give you some habit some habit changes. Is that what you're asking for? Like some things. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing could be just like waking up earlier, going to bed earlier. Like yeah. get off social media. I know you want to keep your mind busy and I know you want to just like relax. It's almost like I was telling you about my client, like who was binge drinking, and that's all that's the only way you knew how to like relax. Yeah. You've got to learn to find other ways to relax so that you can be with yourself. You can, re- you can take a step back, but it's not going to be social media. You're just yes. wasting time scrolling like that. Um, so really ask yourself, what are these habits that, that are in the way of like you reading at night Yeah. instead, right? Or you even like, maybe you can draw or color like at night, whatever it might be. Um, so put your phone down. Yeah. Okay. I try so hard. My clients, they struggle with that one. 
putting your phone down an hour before bed, put it down. And then in the morning, wait an hour because that's how you learn to exercise that whole, like I'm important. Yeah. Right. I'm valuable. That's where your confidence comes from. When you pick up the phone for those cold calls, you're going to have a different frequency when you're chatting with people, when you send your brain that message, like I'm important. I can sit with my energy. I love myself. Yeah. So that's a big one that you can utilize. But again, it's just look at those habits and write that list. What can you get rid of? And then figure out what you can replace it with. I mean, even you said like, you guys said like uh, yoga, Pilates, drawing, coloring, reading, like pick up a new book, yep. go for a walk, even chat with a, an old friend or something, connect. Yeah. There's little things like that. I love it. Oh, I do too. Thank you so much. I feel better just like talking to her. Oh, she's so great. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Thanks so much for having me on. <laughs> we just had a little therapy session on, on the podcast. It's fine. It was fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy. Awesome. Okay. Well, guys, again, don't forget to connect with Lauren on uh, Instagram, Facebook, social media. Um, also with us too, Hallie B. McCrory on Instagram and Hallie Beeler McCrory on Facebook. Casey, you want to plug yourself? CB Styers on Instagram and Casey Styers on Facebook. Awesome. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please don't forget to uh, hit the bell and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Same for Apple and Spotify podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Check those little bells. Make sure you're not missing a beat. And share with your your other agent friends or even lender friends. We've had uh, lenders been uh, been all over this podcast lately too. So thank yeah. you guys and thank you Lauren for coming on. It's been an awesome episode. I know our audience is going to just eat it up yeah. and love it. So thank you so much. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you, Lauren. Bye. Bye.